Hey folks, this is Gabriel Schweppes Cloutier here with a little announcement before we start this week's episode. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen. Even better, rated five stars. And even better than that, share it with a friend who likes podcasts. If you did that, you'd really help us to achieve our goal to have the top rated and listened to podcast on all platforms and also a $600,000 a month Patreon by mid-October of this year. Okay, thanks for listening and enjoy this week's episode. The year is 2005. Everyone in America owns two cars and four houses. People's Sexiest Man is a dead heat between Orlando Bloom, Simon Cowell, and Donald Rumsfeld. And if you live in Georgia, the only way to see a whale is by imagining it. But that's all about to change, because construction just wrapped on the biggest fish tank in the United States, the Georgia Aquarium. Join Dondre Sullivan and Gabriel Schweppes Cloutier on an audio journey across America. This is American Detour. Bringing you guided tours of incredible locations with amazing guests along for the ride. You're listening to Welcome to American Detour, the audio tour podcast hosted by me, Dondre Sullivan. And me, Gabriel Schweppes Cloutier. Today we are at our most recent historical site to date, the largest aquarium in the United States, and previously the world, the Georgia Aquarium. The aquarium is the largest in the U.S. in terms of gallons of water, more than 10 million, species housed, over 100,000, and crunch fitnesses inside, there are four. This podcast, while intended for tourists, physically visiting each location can be enjoyed from anywhere. For those of you on location at the aquarium's main entrance, begin walking in three, two, one. The Georgia Aquarium came to be the way most good things in life do, through generous donations from the Coca-Cola and Home Depot corporations. Coca-Cola donated the land that the aquarium rests on, and Home Depot donated $250 million to build and stock the facility. Not a dime from Tostitos, just saying. The Georgia Aquarium opened its doors November 23, 2005. Fish from all over the world camped out down the sidewalk for weeks leading up to its grand opening, flopping around and gasping for air in just pure excitement at the wonder they were soon to behold. We'll begin our tour at the Tropical Diver Exhibit, an exploration of tropical aquatic life. So prepare to immerse yourself, as Little Mermaid once said, under the sea. Up first, we have the Finding Nemo exhibit. All your favorite character species are represented. A clownfish, a sea anemone, a royal blue tang, an intern with a rapidly depleting oxygen (laughs) tank holding a sign that says, Ellen's always been cool to me, a puffer fish, the whole crew's here. At this first wall of glass here, you'll see a school of tropical fish orchestrating their movements like a symphony. They move together for safety's sake, and it also reduces friction, allowing fish to conserve energy while swimming. Directly across from that, we have a private school of fish. If you want to get into this private school of fish, your child needs to live in the archdiocese. You'll need to pay 10k a year, 
and ideally be a legacy fish. Over here is a group of middle school kids who will just roast the hell out of the way you're looking at the jellyfish. <laughs> Exaggerated hands on the chin, hips going way out, doing a dumb voice that honestly does kind of sound like you talking about the jellyfish. These kids must have escaped from a field trip, but they seem professional at this. And they honestly might be. Here in this tank is Jimmy Buffett playing his daily concert for the tropical fish only. If you're not bright or your ID says you don't live in coral, the bouncers will not let you in. Parrot heads only. The tank beyond that contains a handful of crustaceans and bottom feeders, but its primary resident is my dad's friend, Big Walt. Big Walt is usually ripping it around on his Yamaha Wave Runner on the surface, but sometimes he's just kind of floating on his back, and other times he's perched up on a little rock listening to old baseball games on the radio. One of the aquarium's largest habitats, Walt's allowed to come and go as he pleases, but he just hangs out in here mostly, doing tricks on his jet ski and throwing up the two middle fingers if he's in the background of your family photo. Here we have the Coke Zero tank, a tank entirely filled with Coca-Cola Zero. This exhibit was a requirement by Coca-Cola if the aquarium was to accept their generous funding. They wanted to show that even fish love the great zero sugar taste of Coca-Cola Zero. The tank killed the last remaining manta ray in existence. Right over here is where they bring the well-behaved whales to look at a picture of the ocean. <laughs> That's nice. I think it's good that they do they that. They should, they deserve it. Folks, uh, for those interested, it is now 2 o'clock, which means there is now a showing of oysters, nature's Brita filters, at the 3D Theater Center. The pool on your left is the Touch the X-Men guy display. Remember the senator in X-Men 1 who got bit by something and turned into a puddle and fell down a drain pipe? <laughs> well, he's in here, and you can touch him. Having recently won a tough primary challenge against someone who wanted people to have health care, feel free to ask this senator about one cause of your choosing. But don't expect much. He's really busy. Oh, looks like it's adult swim time in the pufferfish tank. This is when the baby fish need to get out of the water and all the mommy and daddy fish get to have some relaxing time in the water all by themselves. The baby fish are told to use this time to read their summer reading books, but they don't want to because Coraline is too scary. Well, folks, let's skip the next 10 or so tanks because there's too many people and they're just like staring at some dumbass <laughs> eel and move on to the ocean voyager zone. The incredible aquarium walkway puts you in the ocean with all sorts of species swimming around you. Take in this amazing view of whale sharks, turtles, yellow ones, and like a thousand generic guys to just take up space and make it not seem empty. <laughs> As you walk around this incredible feat of engineering that, in the scope of human history, so few have experienced or even had knowledge of, take note of how quickly you're just like, okay, that's enough of that. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Are you not in the mood for fish today? Why are we here then? Whenever you want to head out, let us know. We could leave too. We're not like super into fish. We just came because it seemed like a fun thing. The Ocean Voyager exhibit is where we are brought face to face with the many mysteries of the deep. For example, it's where you'll find this guy in an old clunky diver suit getting chased around by a barracuda. I don't know what he did to piss it off, but he is not very fast, and his shoeing is not stopping it. Over here, out of respect to equal time and exposing yourself to all ideas, is a pro-ocean plastic exhibit. With interesting points <laughs> with interesting points ranging from, if you compare it to the amount of water, there's actually way less plastic, to, okay, but what if they could make some cool floats out of it and leave them out there to play with? This exhibit might just open your mind, and, break you out of your political bubble. Here is the extremely rare, something just touched my foot at the beach fish. 
People often swear something that's alive touched them while they're wading out into the surf, and they are right! It's this. This six-eyed gelatinous anus is what your foot is touching every time. Uh-oh, here's Scared Straight But For Kids Who Want To Become Marine Biologists. One of the aquarium's most popular exhibits, visitors can bring their precocious nine-year-old who loves orcas over here where they'll be absolutely eviscerated by a man in a bucket hat who spends 80 hours a week looking at mud under a microscope in a windowless room. Oh, I think we might actually get a chance to listen into a session right now. Oh, you like fish, huh? Oh, you like fish! My kids don't respect me! I watch snails clap each other's cheeks all day! Who likes fish? I specialize in sand. You have any idea what that's like? You like shark week? How about little bugs that live in mud week? Never heard of it? It doesn't exist! It doesn't exist! I haven't seen a fish in years! Do anything else! Do anything else! Here's where the anglerfish keeps everyone up at night with his bright-ass head. Turn that thing off! We're not in the sea! We're in an aquarium! You don't need to use your little tricky tricks to eat things! Men in scuba suits are going to bring food to you! Here's the exhibit of hermit crabs with shells that feel like a political commentary <laughs> of some kind. The only exhibit in black and white, really spend some time thinking about this one, folks. There's the crab with an old decaying doll's head shell. There's a crab with a big gulp shell. The crab with a normal shell, but it's got a bumper sticker on it that said, my son built the Dakota Access Pipeline. <laughs> this one really says a lot. We're just not sure what. Oh, folks, for those interested, it is now 2.05, which means there is now a showing of riptides sucked in or sucked off at the TCL Chinese Theater in Hollywood. P.U. Here we have the tank with all the medium-sized fat silver fish. They gotta go somewhere, but yeesh. Bless the folks who are stopping to read the placards of these duds. You may have been cool in the ocean, but this is the aquarium, buddy! Now you gotta compete with fish that are orange or eels! Take a hike! And here's the exhibit where those little fish that suck onto bigger fish and just hang underneath them are removed and told, No! No! Bat! We do not suck each other. We keep our hands to ourselves. Now, being the largest aquarium in the United States, the Georgia Aquarium takes a village of highly trained professionals in order to run effectively year-round. Today, Gabriel and I are lucky enough to pick the brain of one such person, volunteer whale expert Harrison Conch. Harrison, hello. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Hey, Harrison. Thanks, thanks so for much. taking well, thank the time. You for for uh, doing it. Oh, it's honestly a play. I mean, got to be honest, not a lot of people want to talk to me. <laughs> Well, so, let's, uh, yeah. I guess what my first kind of question here is, um, volunteer expert is, is uh, what does that mean? So um, anyone can volunteer at the aquarium. Uh, they sure do have a host of paid scientists and uh, experts who love to uh, pretend they know more than me, and um, sometimes they don't. And so I like to volunteer myself as an expert for the aquarium and give them an, um, a different perspective. And oftentimes, I'd like to think a better perspective. Oh, so, I'm sorry, just to jump in here. Um, when you say anyone can volunteer, <laughs> I'm just curious, are you affiliated? Does Are you affiliated with the... Because I noticed you're wearing this polo, which seems like a kind of customized polo. But now, if I'm looking at it closer, it doesn't seem to be the same polo yeah. that the check-in uh people were wearing 
Um, so, so I can speak to that for sure. Um, so as you can see, uh, they, they often wear these light blue polos, and I wasn't able to match it exactly right in my dye job, but um, to, to varying levels, I have been working with the, uh, with the aquarium since its inception, first fully employed, paid, then volunteer, then uh, at, at a certain point uh, not allowed to be in the aquarium. And now in my, I found a, a bit of a gray area where you are just allowed to wear a polo of your choice, I see. and they can't necessarily stop it. Even it, it so I, as you can see, this is misspelled. Yes, this doesn't say aquarium; it says uh, uh, terrarium, <laughs> and um, classic misspelling. Almost a whole different word. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, if it's a different word, it, it's technically misspelled, and so they cannot say that I am uh, trying to swindle anyone. I see. So Harrison, uh, so I understand this, you were fired from the aquarium or you quit? Well, if we're going to get into it, I at one point worked there and I was uh, collecting a paycheck, doing, yes sir, doing this, doing that. I'm talking about the whales like you want me to talk about them. But they didn't like it when I got to a point where I had to be honest with the people who were in the aquarium and I had to tell them that, look, Three whales couldn't be in one pen. One of these whales is going to die. And I told that to pretty much everyone at a certain point because it felt true to me. And sure enough, they don't like to talk about it. But one of these whales had a heart attack. Oh, God. Nobody listens to me. Nobody listens to me. Okay, so wow. So that seems actually pretty serious. One of the, now, were you, he, were you here when the, when the whale had, uh, went into cardiac arrest? or? Yeah, well, um, you know, I like to spend my breaks, eat lunch with the whales. I, I go up, put my dangle my feet into their pan. Um, I eat a, a burger from uh, the Vortex uh, every every uh, Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday when I, when I was working. And, um, you know, I'll give them some fries. I'll give them some, I'll give them a little bit of meat, a little, a little piece of bacon here and there. And I noticed that uh, Barry, Barry the, uh, the beluga, uh, he was like, it was, you know, they have flippers, right? They are, they have, uh, you know, they don't have hands like we do, but right. he, he was, right. he was holding his, it was almost like he was, he had a chest pain, you know, you could see, you know, like when you see a, a older man feel like they have a chest pain and you see it in their face, like a bear commercial, it was like that for, mm -hmm. um, for a beluga whale. And when and I, this was, when, and this was after you fed it bacon and fries or was this, well, you know, that's funny. I actually haven't thought about that. I think it's around the same time, roughly around the same, definitely the same year. I don't know. Oh, okay. It's hard to pinpoint okay. beyond that. But anyways, he, Barry was having a little bit of a hard time, and I was telling everybody about this, that, hey, what, hey, somebody listen to me. This this old whale, this, I don't know that, 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 I think it could be related to the fact that there are so many whales in one enclosure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Definitely. Well, Harrison, either way, I mean, this is so good to know because it clears up a lot. Um, for just when I first saw you, just to be completely honest, my first thought was this looks like a man in disguise. In disguise. Completely just mm -hmm. a, an in disguised man, not a man who this is not your typical. And so to hear this is just clears a lot up. Actually. Yeah. Well, after this happened and, I, you know, I created a scene and they, they had to kick me out of there um, or had to is what, you know, my boss would say. Uh, but so yeah, as to your point, I shaved my head and then uh, later on dyed it this color. 
almost like a you have you ever seen born identity oh yes yes oh yes I, Many so, times. sort of like um you know well i guess he didn't do anything but the lady shaved her you know it's it's like often like for sure it's a it's a movie about disguise for sure yeah yeah so and then i also i ran through a grocery store grabbing supplies <laughs> <laughs> this has been a very successful kind of disguise then since you've you know, been here at the same place that you were let go from, from what sounds like killing a whale from feeding it fast food. And um, well, not now sure. you're, okay, well, so now allegedly. you're able to. Allegedly. Allegedly. Mm-hmm. Um, now you're able to kind of, are you still feeding the whales food? I mean, you, you mentioned there being a difference of opinion on what the uh, aquarium was teaching about whales and what kind of you would like to the world to know about whales. Could you get into that maybe a little bit? Yeah, what's something about whales? Yeah, I mean, uh, oftentimes, uh, well, whales, there's a variety of species of whales. You know, I, from a young age, have learned about whales. Um, my parents got in a fight on a carnival cruise ship when they were pregnant with me, and they pushed each other off, and, uh, you know, that's... <laughs> that each induced, other off. Yeah, that induced labor, and I was born, you know, in the ocean, almost as if I were a whale, a mammal being born in the waters. And and so from a very young age, I've been used to uh, salt salt life, saltwater life, and uh, and I I've noticed that whales often eat all kinds of things. They, you know, they 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 eat plankton, little tiny plankton. They eat bigger things like uh, little little whales or seals or whatever. Um, so the, the, so my conclusion came to whales can eat anything. They're, they can eat anything. Right. Yeah. I'm sure they can. And that's not that's at odds with the, the Aquarian's sure. philosophy on that. I see. Right. I, it seems like t- uh, from their perspective, it's kind of krill. Uh, oh, don't get me started kind of, on krill. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll try not to. We'll definitely try not to. But I do see that this kind of exhibit behind you, just the typical mm-hmm. um, in front of the tank where you would see just standard facts. It looks like you've or some, I don't want to say you. But it looks like somebody's taken a red sharpie to to almost all the info on that, and well, you know, I look, I if if someone comes up and asks me about it right now, I didn't do nothing. But between us, yeah, I have about four red sharpies that I went to town <laughs> with after hours, and I've been pretending like I didn't know anything about it when they, uh, you know, when security came in in the morning. I I, I played dumb. I mean, I, there's a couple of things on there like, you know, uh, don't tap the glass. Whales love it when you tap that glass. <laughs> <laughs> They're begging for you to tap that glass. Right, and, so... <laughs> what, what, yeah, what we should say is that in addition to you crossing out the whale facts, you kind of write in with the Sharpie that, as opposed to what's said here, they actually love each thing that it tells you not to do. Exactly. There's, you know... Uh, Oftentimes we're told not to do things because something will hate it or something will love it. And that's just, it all is two sides of uh, the same coin and passion, you know. Uh, you mi- It's easy to misconstrue a whale hating something when they actually, mm. in my opinion, hmm. uh, absolutely love it. Yeah. Well, it's certainly hard. To, I mean, we still haven't cracked the code of, of, their, of their beautiful language. Yeah. I mean... We haven't, but I have some theories. Oh. <laughs> We'd love to well, hear I some, yeah. Yeah, I'd love to hear it. Yeah, okay. When a whale... <laughs> when a whale is swimming and it pops its uh, nose towards the, the glass and it goes... You know, it has that sort of higher pitch, like, bouncing energy. You can take 
two blowhorns and you can pop them up to that glass and you can let them rip. And that is just saying, hi, friend. That's 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 exactly how you can uh, basically speak in their languages. So just to, just to be clear here, so one of the whales presses its face up against the glass and screams, and yeah. then you and then you respond to that by just blasting music, blasting it right. Well, uh, uh, okay. blowhorns, you know, you, you take oh, right. the uh, air horns. I think that's what I meant to say. And then I take two of them and I emulate like they're coming out of my head, like the forehead. Like a you know some kind of beluga mm-hmm. whale. Sometimes they have that membrane that's squishy, mm-hmm. and I and I pretend I have a squishy forehead, and then I blow them both. I get it. Well, before I blow it, I I like motion for the whale to come a little closer and pretend like I'm not gonna do anything, and then I take them out and I blow, and they they definitely react. And it's hard to you know that's where you know the aquarium would say they hate it, but in my pos- position, it's a love. They love it. Right. So it is important to kind of look like a whale when you're doing these kind of things. Maybe make them think that you are a whale. Yes, and that's why I bleach my skin like this. <laughs> Often it does. It does almost look like. What I would say is, I I was surprised when you said bleach because it looks almost like a bald head that's covered in the algae that you'll see mm-hmm. on the on the bottom of a of a blue whale. Or yes, well that's the thing. Uh, there's a couple of whales in here, and I sort of have to misdoubt fire my way uh, back and forth. <laughs> Because I mean, I'm I'm sort of I guess you could say I'm going on two different dates with two different whales at one time, and so after I blow the air horns at the whale, basically telling it, "Hey, I'm gonna go use the restroom," I blast the air horns at it. I I run to the bathroom. I I switch around my my whale makeup to look more like you would say you know like a blue whale, and then I I, I come up to the glass for that that whale container. And uh, and I, uh, I blow sort of a different frequency of air horn to left, right, left, and that that signals to that that blue whale. Sorry, there's a line in the bathroom. I see. I see. And that I guess that does explain also what appear what would appear to be maybe a co-conspirator of yours, um, just kind of standing right over there, and he looks to be telling you what to say as you say it. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. okay. So that one. See, everything's that... clearing up now, and this is now. I feel like. We're in it, and I get what's happening, and I totally understand. Oh yeah, I, I mean, I should clear, clarify. That's my daddy. Um, you know, from from the aforementioned cruise ship that right. he and my my mother had a fight on. Um, he, you know, that they. To be honest, you know what they were fighting about? They were fighting about. Um, uh, can you survive jumping off this ledge? <laughs> uh, and and uh, turns out. You shouldn't be able to, but you can if there's a pot of dolphins down there and they oh want to help you. Oh my God! Wow. wow. Yeah. Wow. That's Isn't a, that beautiful? Isn't that, that beautiful? That yeah, really that's a magical is. Magical birth story. I mean, yeah. Gosh, I wish I had something like that. Hey. Nope, just normal for me. Hey, well, hey, there's nothing wrong with that. No. Uh, you you know what? You if you have a kid, you should go on a cruise ship and jump off. I you think know, I will. We can't control how we our childhoods, but we can control our, our children's childhoods. Reparenting, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like my dad still controls me, as you can <laughs> see. <laughs> yeah, it seems to be. Now that I'm looking at, it's almost <laughs> maybe a three second delay on what words are coming out of your mouth and what his mouth is doing. Sorry, one second. Yes, daddy. Uh huh. Yeah, he says that's okay. He says that's correct. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Interesting, Harrison. So, so can I just ask Harrison? 
Um, we've kind of cleared up your look. We've cleared up what you, the way that you um, pound on the glass, and and of course your birth story. I just I kind of want to know what's your day to day like here as a as a volunteer whale ex like what I see that you cross out a lot of info. What what are you doing day to day as as the as the aquarium goes about? Um, well, you know, I start my day every day at 4.30 in the morning outside the Captain D's, digging through their trash cans for, um, fish sticks, other fried, you know, just generally, um, uh, (laughs) seafood that, um, is technically unable to be eaten by humans that, (laughs) um, that fish will just gobble up and, uh, and whales. I think whales are fish, by the way. Um. And uh, I can I can usually yeah yeah they're pretty much what what I don't think you're gonna get much pushback on something like that. Thank you, thank you, because it's I mean that was a sticking point when I first started here. But you know I start my day 5 a.m. I I get that 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 surplus and I come to the aquarium and I just sort of feed the different uh, penguins, the seals. Um, You know I love whales, but a lot of these animals got to eat and. and I mm-hmm. usually do that because I have made myself a key and the uh, security guards are not in yet. Mm-hmm. And so I get them all so full that they're all they're all patting their bellies like they're maybe like a little sick, you know, like you ever get <laughs> you ever get so full you don't you don't feel good. I get I, I try to find that feeling, you know, visualize that feeling. It's sometimes like with the penguins, it's hard to tell. So you just got to keep feeding them, but mm-hmm. get them mm-hmm. all full. Maybe um, then I avoid pretty much all the doctors and scientists that are there for two hours or so. I usually uh, can hide in some sort of bathroom for a while. And then right. I come back out and I talk to the, the, the patrons, the people who are visiting and pretend like I just got there. Like I clock in. <laughs> Or I, I say I would clock in if I was working there, but I, I, I make a joke about how I should pl- clock in. Uh, we did kind of look up your your website, which looks uh, relatively new, and it does seem like you kind of have plans to expand uh, this kind of work outside of just the the Georgia Aquarium. It really seems like you're kind of trying to take this to really as many aquariums as you can. That's right. I'm trying to um, be the great foremost. website, by the way. Oh, thank you. Um, really I, nice. I had a lot of help. Um, it, you know, it only cost me eight hundred dollars a month. Wow, <laughs> but, a month. Uh, you know, my my cousin, he does web design. He was able to help me out. He hooked me up, so mm-hmm. I could maybe put in a word. But uh, I'm trying to be the foremost southeast uh, expert on whales uh, in the Gulf Coast, and so um, I, I think I've been pitching for a lot of uh, a lot of aquariums in Pensacola and all over the the coast. Is um, why, why don't we got enough slip and slides going from the ocean to the aquarium? Why don't we got let them sort of in and out policy? You could probably collect more animals, have them come in for shorter stays, and then the, and then they can ship themselves on out with that. Makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah, seems like really interested in letting the the marine life have kind of as much fun as maybe people are allowed to have with some nice fast food everyone loves, some nice uh, you know an enjoyable time on a slide. It really seems like extending the luxuries of of uh, what people like to the to the animals. Hey, fish your people too, you know. And uh, I think you said it better than I could ever say it. Um, you got to treat them like peers, you know. I like to fuck with my friends, <laughs> so you know a lot mm-hmm. of times I like to to pull full bone pranks on these right. fish, you know. Uh, like I hold up a sign to a whale that says, um, you know, uh, you one day will walk right out of here. And they don't know what that means. I don't right. think. <laughs> and and if I can confuse them enough, that's that's a type right. of prank. Yeah, that's a prank for sure. 
Mm -hmm. That's a prank for sure. Mm -hmm. Is there any likelihood that a place like this would ever do one of those shows where the whale, where everyone's sitting and the whale comes out and splashes everybody? Gosh. Would that be something that that would happen here? (laughs) Or is that something that's more unlikely? Let me tell you what. If I was in charge, yeah, these whales would be splashing everyone. There'd be water all over this place. You'd walk in and you'd, you'd, you'd have um, your socks would be wet. You know, it's, it's about <laughs> a foot of water. Um, so far, they only let me, I mean, that was an, uh, one of the reasons that I was let go from being a volunteer initially was I took the seawater and I splashed people when they were taking pictures of the whales. And, you know, it comes from a different direction because of the glass and they, they don't expect it. But I think there's something beautiful that you really share when you are doused with salt water. You know, that salt life I was talking about earlier. Um, and it's been really formative for me. And I, I just want to share that by hitting someone, maybe a child, five years old, hard in the face with a bucket of water. <laughs> stinging stinging salt and they you know i'm running up they don't see me you know right it's a baptism of sorts and again you look just crazy i mean i don't (laughs) just crazy just crazy thank you so much thank you aside from the polo aside from the polo i mean i would say monster like right you caught me in between you caught me halfway changing between two different whales uh and i put the polo on when i walk across the floor so the uh, staff doesn't yell at me i see i see We've mm-hmm. kind of caught you midway through a Mrs. Doubtfire here. You are. Yeah. You ever see the cover of an Animorph book? You know, the middle <laughs> ones are always all, they don't look like anything. You you look you look about like third from the right. Third from the right. Yes. Yeah, so that's, yeah. uh, it's, um, it's definitely sort of an uncanny valley. Right. Which is sort of, <laughs> hey, but I, I you know, I, I got the request and I, I wanted to make myself available to you as a resource. Well, we, I mean, we really appreciate it. This is great to, it's great to just know that there's another, there's more opinions out there than, than yeah. just the, all mm-hmm. the facts that people have taken the time to write out um, mm-hmm. as, a, as a learning effort. Thank you, thank the you. There's so, so many times you're reading this stuff and it's just, like, again, I think we even brought it up, but there's so much here about, did you know uh, whales are not, they're, they're mammals. And I just read that and I said to Dondre as we were walking through doing the, the earlier part of the tour, I said, I don't think that's right. No. I don't think so. By definition, mammals have babies uh, inside of them. They don't lay eggs. Mm-hmm. Whales lay eggs. Mm-hmm. Ask, ask me what, how, how mm-hmm. that's a mammal. Mm-hmm. When a whale lays a big old pot of eggs, and then those, <laughs> those little red little e- eggs pop, you know, like, you ever have sushi, right. the, little, the little red eggs? Mm-hmm. The little red eggs sushi? Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Them are whales. Those were whales. Wow. That's little whales. That's it. Now I feel almost conflicted about that because sometimes I'll get, I'll tell them, give me a couple, give me a couple of that, you know, yeah, give me a, yeah. an extra, give me a side of that. Well, I think, you know, I, 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 at a certain point, you got to eat what you want to eat. And that's how I, mm-hmm. I, you gotta, I live my life. I, I eat burgers all day. I eat fries mm-hmm. all day. I eat baby whales too, you know, just, <laughs> I, I, I like them. Doesn't mean I'm not going to eat them, you right. know? Right. Well, Harrison, we, we really do appreciate your time. I do think in closing, uh, I, I just wanted to ask for maybe our listeners out there, for anyone who's uh, maybe considering getting into being a volunteer whale expert, would you have any advice for someone kind of starting out? Yeah, absolutely. Um, if you come for the king, you better not miss. <laughs> so, 
This is my territory. Go somewhere else. No, I, go I think somewhere else. I fully respect that advice. I think that's great advice. I think, and maybe you did know this, but I think what Dondre yeah. was going for, maybe more of like a, what if a child who's interested in whales and wants to, you know, be a, be a whale expert. What about them? Is that the Yeah, s- absolutely. If a little child's watching this and they're thinking... <laughs> They're thinking to themselves, gosh, I want to get involved with whales. I want to look up and see uh, a great big beluga whale in what feels, appears to be the sky to me because I'm so small and it's in such a large container. Uh, I would say you better watch your fucking eyes because I'm, I'm about to hit it with a big old blast of salt water. That salt life is coming for you. Get baptized in hell. Respect that. Understand that. And I hear that. Yeah. Does that clear it up? I'm confused. Completely clear. No, okay. I completely get it. Well, Harrison, thank you so much for your time. Uh, we really appreciate it. And obviously, we know we, you have two whales to kind of bounce back and forth between. So we mm. do not want to keep you. Absolutely. Um, please give your dad our kindest. And uh, yeah, say hello, Mr. Conch. Thank you yes. as well. Hi. Hi there. He's giving you a big old thumbs up. He just lost his thumbs. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's why, okay, that's that's why that see. looks like I that. Understand. Okay. Just a fist. Uh, <laughs> He's been doing that for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much since we started talking. <laughs> he holds his fist up. That's why times. I noticed yeah. him. That's why I noticed him. He's not punching the air. Yeah. I see. Okay. Okay. Well, Harrison, thanks so much. Um, we really appreciate it. We've got to move on. We're going to continue this tour. Um, but, yeah, thanks so much for joining us. Hey, anytime. Anytime. Looks like I'm getting kicked out of here. Sorry. <laughs> okay. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Next up, as the carpeting transitions from navy blue to icy blue, the Arctic Zone. The Arctic Zone is where all the Arctic marine life and a couple super bitchy penguins live. Here are two of the aquarium's newest residents, beluga whale calves. Weighing around 140 pounds and measuring over five feet, these perfectly healthy, fun-loving calves were named via an online contest. (laughs) Folks, say hello to John Lennon's killer, Mark David Chapman, and (laughs) penis hole QAnon. Yikes, this shouldn't be here. Here we have a giraffe underwater. If it were a foot or so taller, it might have been able to stand, but things are not looking good. If this was an experiment, call it, fellas. It did not work. If you're still following our footsteps, the exhibit on your right is the aquarium's popular Titanic Aquatic Exhibit, a semi-regular interactive experience where you can feel what it was like to be aboard the doomed boat they made the movie about. Visitors can observe over 100 authentic items recovered from the shipwreck and then strap on some VR goggles, get right to business, and play the aquarium's in-house game, Can You Find Someone to Bang Before Drowning? Now folks, don't mind the crowding. You've just stumbled upon one of the most popular exhibits at the aquarium. All by itself here we have the exploded beach whale from YouTube. This whale's been dead for who knows how long now, and it was exploded because it washed up on a beach and now it's, and here it is. Really stinky, really gross, but they explode it every hour because the people love it. Uh-oh, it's 210, folks, so you know what that means. It's time for the penguins to absolutely lose it. Every day at 210, the aquarium staff lets the penguins out of their enclosures to go absolutely ballistic around the aquarium. They'll steal your food, they'll flip a car over in the parking lot, sometimes they'll straight up pick someone up and just beeline it for the front door with them. God knows why this is allowed to happen, but it does seem like letting the penguins work this energy out instead of keeping it in is a net good. 
Ah, uh, here we go. Knew it would be in here somewhere. Here's a section of the museum that's gonna make it all about global warming. Can a guy just look at a dang penguin exhibit anymore? Good lord. Notice a bit more congestion around you? Well, that's because we've led you right up to Wally, the walrus who can sing, but only gaming music. And also, he's usually too shy anyway. Hopefully, we'll be able to convince Wally to give us a taste if we're encouraging enough. You're gonna be great, Wally. No pressure. Hey, come on, Wally. Wally, you have a gift. Thank you, Wally. Oh, just great. Uh, folks, for those interested, it is now 2.15, which means there's now a showing of hardcore pornography at Depot's Undersea 3D Wonder Show. Now, we step into River Scout, Freshwater Mysteries. By far the aquarium's brownest water, the river zone is still chock full of some incredible creatures and habitats. Here's where you'll explore the world of freshwater rivers around the world. Word of the wise, if you're looking to duck out one of these, this, this is probably the one. No hard feelings, they can't all be home runs. Here's Sammy, the harbor seal who I guess figured out what jerking off is. A favorite of high school <laughs> field trips, teen visitors love to come giggle at the idea of Sammy just going for it in public. Funnier on paper than in practice though. Here we have the dunk a salmon tank. You get three tries to throw these softballs onto that target. And if you hit it, the salmon will fall into that tank of water! This habitat just around the bend here might feel a little familiar to you. It's an animatronic dad who's pissed at his animatronic son for not practicing the respectful art of catch and release. Come on, Pop! I don't think James meant to hook that salmon by the eye. Then again, looking at James a little closer, maybe he did. Now, just like how zoos let the peacocks roam around outside of their enclosures, you'll notice the Georgia Aquarium graciously lets their catfish out of their tanks to roam around for adorable photo opportunities with the kids. We recommend you skip this next exhibit, a guy from Reddit who knows a bunch of weird facts about the depraved shit otters do in the wild. Don't know why otters do that stuff, or why this man has dedicated so much brain space to knowing about it. But it's something to avoid if you can. Ooh la la, how lucky are we? In this tank here, you'll see two Pacific lampreys mating. I don't care who you are, this is hot! What I wouldn't give to be the third in there. Ah, who am I kidding? I wouldn't be able to handle all that. Wouldn't know the first place to start. Hear that? That sound means for the next 20 minutes, ladies eat free at the shitty little River Zone Deli. <laughs> That's right, ladies. Individual bags of chips, a vegan wrap that's just spinach and a carrot, just the bad stuff from Starbucks. Head on over and help yourselves. Here we have the loose hot dog exhibit. Just one uncooked weenie bobbing up and down, square in the middle of the tank. Your guess is as good as mine. Maybe it's an animal? Uh, no? I, definitely a hot dog. Def I mean, that's a hot dog. Oh yeah, there's the bun right there. <laughs> Folks, for those interested, it is now 2.20, which means there is now a double feature of O.J. Made in America and The People vs. O.J. Simpson. I don't know where. Uh, here, of course, is the tank that's half underwater and half above water. Uh, except the part of the tank that's above water is so insanely foggy that you're not going to be able to see anything. Even if someone put a gun to your head. Guess it's humid in there. I... I I don't know, someone fix this. If something needs that fog to live, <laughs> it probably shouldn't be here, right? 
Ah, here's a fun little exhibit where an aquarium worker pretends to find a message in a bottle for one of the younger kids watching. They really go all out with this. It's nice to see, and I'm sure very memorable for the whole family. No way this is legit though, right folks? I mean, it would just be too unlikely for the message to be written out to the kid, and that kid is right here at this, right? Then again, <laughs> hmm. I don't know. Where better to wrap this whole thing up than to stop in at the aquarium's incredible dolphin arena, where one amazing dolphin show happens every hour on the hour. Oh, looks like we're in luck, folks. The dolphins are doing what appears to be a shortened adaptation of Jez Butterworth's 2017 large cast three-act play, The Ferryman, set during the Troubles in Ireland, and about the Carnies the family of a former IRA activist living in rural Armagh County as they prepare for the annual harvest rituals. We'll listen in for just a second here. At today's showing of the ferryman, the role of Queen Carney will be played by the dolphin Yoko. Thank you, and enjoy the show. than I thought, but still incredibly good. Folks, with that, we've come to the end of our tour today here at the Georgia Aquarium. I think some anime con is being held here in a few days, so it's best we get the hell out of here. Thanks for joining us on our tour today, everyone. We really appreciate you stopping by. Now feel free to head on into the aquarium gift shop to pick up a way too realistic octopus plush or a calendar of crabs and bikinis that you'd probably <laughs> buy as a gag, but... It definitely wasn't made to be one. <laughs> a special thanks to our guest, Zach Oyama. He is so funny. Follow him on Twitch and on Twitter, at Zach Oyama, I assume. Follow the man. This concludes our tour here today at the Georgia Aquarium. Before you go, please rate and subscribe to this podcast if you enjoyed it. Your positive feedback helps our little podcast grow, which allows us to educate more and more people. This has been American Detour.